Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. It's November the 25th, 2021. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us today. If you're here live, you're listening to us on the RSS feeds on the way to work. Although that won't be uh, at least for a few days for our, our, uh, our U.S. listeners. As it's turkey, turkey, gobble, gobble weekend. Long weekend for lots of folks south of the border. And, uh, and hopefully you're all enjoying uh, that should you celebrate in whatever form you may. Got another great show lined up for you today. Let me just get this all on over here and this on like this. Hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube. Leave a comment. The usual stuff. Patreon.com slash technical alpha. And by that I mean patreon.com slash lag TV. I don't know where my brain went with technical alpha. Hasn't been technical alpha in a long time. Patreon.com slash lag TV. L-A-G TV. Let's get that one right. It's not it's not send them into the wrong places. Support this podcast. Before we get started, Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh it was another week, man. Um uh, what did I do? Nothing. I didn't really do much. Uh been on the grind again, so just been streaming a lot and uh chilling. Nothing wrong with that. We're entering the the we discussed this last week, the the winter grind season. The there's nothing else to do outside, and so you might as well work season. That this is where we're is where we're headed. Right now we get our first taste this week. Just a dusting, but enough to remind you that it is technically almost December and we are lucky to have gone this far without getting a warning shot across the bow, but we got ours this week. And, uh, and, uh, but uh, however, I should say this, I will take what we got versus what Cape Breton and Newfoundland have gotten absolutely massacred with, uh, any day of the week. We got like a light dusting of snow that I had to, uh, you know, aggressively scrub off the front of the car. Uh, in the morning, they got 400 feet of rain and washed out roads to the point that they're fucking bringing helicopters in to deliver shit. So I think we got out with, uh, with our lives on that one and, uh, all the best to, uh, to the Northern half of the province and the provinces above us that got, uh, the, the worst end of that. What's up with the, the coastlines? BC got completely cut off from the rest of the country via rain and now, uh, now Newfoundland and, uh, and Cape Breton getting hit with it on this side. You just can't seem to escape it. If you're next to the ocean, you're getting some. You're, you're getting catching, it. you're catching these hands. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, my week wasn't, uh, wasn't anything crazy either. Uh, similar in that I was just kind of more or less working. And by that, I mean, I played pretty much Halo, uh, every day. Almost nonstop. Since the last podcast, uh, and, uh, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed myself for the most part. You know, the, some of the finicky stuff we talked about last week is still there. Of course, it's not going to change overnight, but, um, certainly been enjoying my time. And I see that you got in and, uh, played a little this week yourself. We'll talk about that a little later in the, uh, in the podcast, see what your thoughts on, on Halo Infinite's multiplayer has been. But, uh, before we get to that point, let's uh, hop into some other video game news. First up, just get this out of the way real quick. Not a heck of a lot changed in the Activision Blizzard uh, gong show this week. few points. 
chiefly the stuff that we already expected to happen. Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox leads uh, came out and said, what the fuck is happening over there? Collectively. And sent out, of course, their own internal stuff to say, uh, you know, let's pat ourselves on the back for being less shitty than Activision. And then made their public statements to say, uh, we're now looking into our partnerships with Activision because, holy shit, everyone wants to distance themselves from the giant dumpster fire that is currently happening over there uh, as they sort that out. Activision Blizzard also has created Mr. Black. their first big step. They're really putting themselves out there. Activision Blizzard has created a workplace responsibility committee. However, they created the entire committee solely based on pre-existing board members. Kind of defeats the purpose when most of your board members are the problem. However, I guess if you gotta look good on paper, this is a good way to start looking good on paper. (laughs) That's up there with, like, the FBI doing an internal investigation on the FBI and finding absolutely nothing is wrong. Everything's fine. We looked into it ourselves. And we're fine. Uh, And lastly, Bobby Kotick did announce that he will consider leaving. Consider being the operative word in that sentence. No, no, he's not going to say he's actually going to leave. Consider leaving. Should he not be able to fix things quickly? Which is very magnanimous of him, given the fact that he's only been CEO of Activision Blizzard, Mr. Black, since 1991. If it was going to be fixed, shot in the dark on this one, might have happened in the last three decades. Maybe. I don't know. But possibly. (laughs) The odds of it being turned around in six months after three decades, not very high. But Godspeed uh, to to Mr. Kodak and his uh, freshly appointed responsibility committee as they move forward with, uh, with whatever it is that they're going to try and do with that. Next up, Ubisoft wants the next Nintendo, or wants to be the next Nintendo, it seems, as they announce an entertainment center is in production to arrive in 2025 with a full theme park coming afterwards, similar to how Nintendo's got, like, Super Nintendo World or whatever that they just put out over there, I guess, except this time it's going to be Fifty Shades of Assassin's Creed. Maybe when you enter the park, they give you a map, and on the map, it's a thousand fucking markers that you have to go and find everything while you're in the park, and you can't leave until you found them all. That's a very interactive experience. I'm sure lots of people would be, uh, would be very happy with that. They haven't actually given up a lot of details. We don't know what exactly the entertainment center is supposed to be, uh, nor can we really get any guesses as to what the theme park is, but that's, you know... It's going to be Super Nintendo World, but it's probably going to be closer, or land, but it's probably going to be closer to, uh, let's say, my guess is going to be closer to, like, Universal, where they have, like, those, a lot of, like, uh, what do they call it, 4D? Yeah, kind of interactive rides. Interactive rides and stuff. I suspect that's going to be, like, the main thrust of it. At some point, you're probably going to have, like, a roller coaster that's Splinter Cell, where you just physically sit on Sam Fisher's face. Uh, rubbing as much shit into that poor man as humanly possible as they will not put him anywhere, uh, but somewhere that isn't his own video game. Uh, but yeah, we don't have much information on that. All we know is that the, the center, entertainment center, whatever the fuck that is, it's 2025. And then the theme park, well, if I had to take a guess, probably 2030. You peg another five years on top of that to do whatever that theme park is going to be. I believe this set's going to be in or outside of Montreal somewhere. Probably, I think they said something like a 
um, you know, 40, 40 minute drive or some shit outside the city. Uh, and so somewhere out there is going to be where they set up shop. Rockstar apologized about their remaster trilogy this week, as they probably should have, saying that many fixes and updates are on the way, and they as well put the original games back on the digital storefronts, because really, if they didn't, the world might have imploded on them. Uh, we already talked last week about just how absolutely broken the, the remaster trilogy is. Uh, Rockstar has come out and said, you know what, guys? Not up to our standards. Our bad. So here, have the old games back while we desperately try and fix whatever the hell this hot mess is. Uh, and I'll be very interested in just how fixed those games get, because it seemed like an awful lot of work. Seems like they're going to be remastering the remaster, as far as I'm concerned. Because I don't think there was a hell of a lot about the remaster that people were like, yeah, this is dope! It's more like, this is all terrible! Please! Burn it and start over. And so, all the best to Rockstar on that endeavor. But that is good news. They at least put it back on the storefront, all the old games. That's the most positive news out of that entire situation. People can go back to those if they so wish. Uh, Against all odds, it seems the Smash Ultimate and Smash Melee uh, communities are possibly getting some proper treatment from Nintendo, which Nintendo has basically done their best to distance themselves from this community and their esports scene uh, for, for many years. And honestly, given the uh, weird minor grooming and shit that's been going on and, and all the crap that came out of it, Nintendo made a pretty good choice thus far. You know, that wasn't a bad, you know, they dodged several bullets. They neoed the shit out of that. Uh, but now it seems that Panda Global, which is uh, one of the premier esports orgs for solo events like Super Smash Brothers, has worked out a deal to bring the first officially licensed Smash Circuit to North America for uh, one for each of those games. And so uh, that will be the first real, uh, well, not, I can't remember if it is legitimately the first, but it will be certainly uh, the the most, uh, I guess, the mostest licensed, whatever the hell it's going to be. But Godspeed, this is your chance, Smash community. Don't fuck this up. This is your one moment. Nintendo ain't, Nintendo ain't about giving you second chances. This is the show. You, you, people show up and they haven't showered in four weeks and they start touching kids. Nintendo gonna bounce on your ass real quick. So just show up and play the game. You can do it. I believe in you. You can make it happen. The big PlayStation remake that's been hinted at over the last few weeks we talked about here on the podcast as well. Uh, that there, we, we, we were guessing, I think at the time that it might have been uh, Metal Gear, or, or or some one of the Metal Gear games. Uh, but now, it seems that it's possibly been narrowed down to Chrono Cross. Not Chrono Trigger, but Chrono Cross, which of course had uh, fans of both Cross and Trigger yelling at each other on Twitter for a little bit as to which one would have deserved the remake more than the other. Honestly, I don't think either of them needed a remake, but uh, here we are anyway. Uh, did you play either of those, Mr. Black, back in the day? Chrono Cross? or Chrono Cross is probably more likely than Chrono Trigger. Uh, yeah, I beat Chrono Cross, but, uh, I played a little bit of, I actually played quite a bit of Chrono Trigger, but I did it, like, several years ago, so it wasn't Mm. that super long ago. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, some people were saying they would have just preferred a new game within that universe instead of going back and remastering, uh, one of these, but, uh, or remaking. Uh, that's quite an undertaking. If you've never played Chrono Cross before, uh, Chrono Cross 
the the story is neither here nor there, but the gameplay is pretty amazing, which is why it got such high scores back in the day. Uh, and uh, like I think it was pushing tens in a lot of places, nine fives and nine sevens and whatnot. Uh, it had a bajillion, bajillion, bajillion characters, endless characters, uh, and uh, a lot of gameplay centered around the combinations of those characters. So I, I would not think that it is a light undertaking to remake Chrono Cross, uh, and I don't think Chrono Cross is like, let's say, a Final Fantasy VII where there's such a massive body of people waiting in the wings to go and buy a full-priced, uh, Chrono Cross remake or remaster that, uh, that spending that much time on it. So I'll be, if it is that, I'll be interested to see how much of a treatment it gets. You know, what level of quality the, uh, this will be. I doubt it's going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake type shit. Um, and hopefully it isn't. Because if they came out, can you imagine if we got Final Fantasy VII with, like, part 17, and then Chrono Cross is coming out and they're doing the same shit? We got remakes of, of old JRPGs that we're going to have to wait four decades to fucking get to the end of them? <laughs> I don't want to see another Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, for that, to say the least. But, um, yeah. That's on the way, one way or the other. Apparently. We'll wait and see if it's true or not. Epic Games, this week, has acquired Harmonix Systems. Harmonix, most famous, of course, for making the Rock Band series back in the day when uh, people could still have music in games and the licensing wasn't going to destroy everything in the video game industry. Uh, they have been picked up by Epic Games and are apparently, from what I've read, being slated into making various forms of content for Fortnite. I'm gonna guess music-related. Shot in the dark. But I'm gonna guess it's gonna be music-related, uh, for whatever that is. Um, all I could think of when I saw this piece of news was how much fun Rock Band was when it came out. Shit was fire. Good. The world was playing Rock Band. I remember how people were getting real serious with it, too. They were getting, like, modded fucking drums and shit. They were getting, like, fancy friggin', uh, you know, like, uh, mods for, like, pretty much every instrument you could get your hands on. Everyone was getting real serious about the shit. Then they had, like, the Beatles version that was super dope that came out afterwards. Uh, and lots and lots of downloadable content for it. Rock Band was a good time. And that was, like, right on the back of, of Guitar Hero, which was also, fucking took over the world, uh, for quite some time. And ensured that uh, through the fire and flames will be seared into the minds of every fucking person on earth that was there to experience it for the rest of their adult lives. Nobody will ever be able to forget. And neither will the band, unfortunately. Now they're sick and tired of hearing people, Oh, hey, you want to play me fire and through fire and flames? <laughs> What's this? I can't think of his name. He's, he actually streams and does YouTube content. A guitarist from, uh, from the band. And, like, he he memes about it all the time through the fire and flames. It's just, like, fucking a meme. And unfortunately for him, what he discovered was his peak content is when he reacts to people playing through the fire and flames. And so he's just trapped in this constant hell of through the fire and flames over and over and over again. Uh, but, uh, yeah, nevertheless. Uh, Godspeed to, uh, to, uh, to Harmonix for whatever Epic Games is gonna make them work on over there for Fortnite. But at the same time, like, what else were they gonna do? This is not the, the, the current climate, uh, you know, in the streaming world and whatnot that would have actually been enormous for, for a company like Harmonix in terms of people playing, like, Beat Saber had a massive community and whatnot, and then as soon as all these, 
claims started rolling through it basically just destroyed uh, most of those games right off the rip so maybe getting picked up by epic games was for the best keep them uh working away herman lee that's his name thank you guitarist uh that uh most famously oh he's he's doing uh he's doing very well now it just means he has to forever listen to through the fire and, and flames that's fine i'm sure he'll keep his sanity uh dragon age fans are a little less confident in how the latest game is going this week mr black as the senior creative director matt goldman and bioware have and this is a quote mutually agreed to part ways end quote which to me sounds an awful lot like he got fired and he said, yes, fine, I'll leave. And then they came out and said, mutually agreed. He shouldn't be here. Uh, but we don't want to send him into the, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to make him look bad. He's been here since 1998. We don't want him, we don't want to make him look bad. But, you're fired. Um, that, of course, is casting a little bit of doubt on the next Dragon Age game. Of course, when you lose a lead, uh, a lead creative director, uh, that's, uh, or senior even, I should say, not even lead, but like senior creative director. That's not good. Uh, but uh, I'm sure they'll be able to pull something out because I don't think that game is going to be coming out anytime soon anyway. So they got lots of time to correct the ship on that. However, you know who doesn't have time to correct the ship? Battlefield 2042. And oh boy, is that a struggle bus over there. And now we know why. At least in part. We don't know the full story, but we have at least part of it, Mr. Black. Battlefield 2042. Now, if you were if you were going to sign on, Mr. Black, a a lead creative director or a senior creative director for your flagship first person shooter, and you're down in the dumps because the last couple haven't really hit home runs, and you need you need to hit something special. Where are you going to source your lead creative director from to try and make this happen? Would it A, be somebody who has previously had lead creative director experience in other major first-person shooter uh, multiplayer video games, or B, a mobile developer that makes mobile games? I mean, is this a, are you asking me the question? I'm asking you the question. Who would you hire? I mean... I would probably hire the person that actually makes games, <laughs> not mobile games. Uh, unless, you know, they're seeing something that, that you know, nobody else is seeing. I mean, I'm sure really good developers can make mobile games as well, but. Well, not in this case. Unfortunately, okay. when, they hired, when they hired their lead creative director, Mr. Black, for 2042. And he's leaving now, by the way, the company, not surprisingly. Uh, they brought in the lead designer, sorry, not creative director, lead designer, that's even worse, the lead designer who was brought in from King, the mobile developer behind the illustrious Candy Crush. Makes he's leaving Dice, he does leave, I suspect the EA looked at him and went, maybe we can bring him in and he can figure out how to make us some money, which is weird because they're selling it for full price and not going for free to play where he would probably have better ideas as to how to monetize the game in a free-to-play environment. Uh, instead, they're selling it for full price. So, a little bit of a conflict there, as far as the, the logic goes. But he's gone! Now that it's shipped, uh, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that's another mutually agreed to part ways situation. Uh, and it explains a lot of things that I came across in my time playing 2042, including some of the most confusing menus I have ever laid eyes on. 
Nothing made sense in those fucking menus, uh, and lots of the stuff in the game. Also, coincidentally, didn't make a lot of sense. Which is why, uh, at best you've got people that are diehard Battlefield fans struggling to justify why this game should even be in existence. While everyone else has already kind of decided that, uh, they don't want to spend that much money on Battlefield. I'm sure in no small part because of the next part of, that we're going to talk about here, Halo Infinite is free 99. It's free dollars and zero cents. That's how that works. But before we do d jump into the Halo, because it's a little bit of a longer thing, I'm just going to give give you this. There's nothing to talk about. I just want to say it's happened. Star Citizen has officially passed $400 million, baby! Let's go! So much money. We're on our way to half a bill. Crazy. Half a bill is en route. I can't wait to see it. So on Twitter in six months, probably. <laughs> That's crazy. I said, I said on Twitter, I said, I can't wait for this to hit half a billion and hear the myriad excuses as to why this game hasn't launched like any semblance of a completed product. Just because a bunch maybe, of like... Well, the number is the reason why. I mean, why... <laughs> Why? Why you just keep dragging it on? It's been in production for ten years. There's no game out. None. It's little parts of a game. You know, you yeah. can you can mine back and forth. You can do your trade route back and forth. You can have like well, but they're they haven't actually like you know brought that shit together in a in a game. Let alone squadron. Time. Oh, squad. What's it called? Squadron Forty Two or whatever, which was supposed to be like the single player yeah. standalone thing. Apparently, that's still like two years or so out. Yeah, like from launching. By the time the game launches, like everybody who've already played the game anyway, you know, because they're, they're, it's not like they're holding like all of this content. It's like they're updating stuff and people are playing these new things. And then I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway. Well, the good news is they're opening a couple more studios and hiring like another 200 plus employees. So we're getting. <laughs> Let's act. Come on. What do you mean? Is that good news? <laughs> I guess they're finding somewhere to spend the money. I mean, if you've got the money, you might you got to find a way to spend it, and they've got a lot of money to spend, Mr. Black. They're four hundred million dollars, so they got several dollars. They're buying Lambos. I'm telling you that right now. That's what they're doing. They're buying <laughs> Lambos. Is Chris it. Roberts the next guy that I like? A YouTube advertisement comes up, and his dude in a garage with a Lambo and a bookshelf behind him. Is yeah. that is he the next? That's it. <laughs> That's it. You'll never guess how I earned so much money to buy this Lambo and have all these books behind me. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. <laughs> all I did was this. <laughs> this I, one simple trick. I, 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 I gave a very big bullshit story about how people can leave their miserable lives and live another life in space <laughs> through the galaxies. And it's so big and so vast that you know it's 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 like an infinite it's an infinite exploring game where you can live a totally different life and it's amazing you can buy these ships and customize them and start your own galactic wars and just basically live there like think of world of warcraft but in space and better and you know you can let your inner nerd out and i sold people that pipe dream that's what i did <laughs> And I bought this Lambo in these and books. I bought this Lambo in these books. <laughs> and for the low, low price of $499, <laughs> I can give you the course. It's available online. But if you order today, I'm going to hack down that price half, 
half off, $249.99. Can I also get a free Star Citizen ship for buying this ebook? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, that's no, you, too much. Now that's... we're asking for too much. It's, there's a lot of effort that went into this. We need to get paid for, you know, for our creativity here. There are more books and more Lambos that I need to buy, and I just can't be handing out these ships for free. That's it. Can't happen. Halo Infinite! Mr. Black, before I talk about, like, the, the new stuff from in Halo this week, first, let's, uh, you played a little bit of it. Uh, you dabbled. What were dabbled. your uh, What were your thoughts on your dabbling in, uh, in Halo Infinite this week? Um, I... I like it. Mm. Um, yeah, I've played it twice. Um, I've had a lot of people leave the games, which is unfortunate. But in you know, four in in four v fours or in big team battles, uh, four v fours. Wow, yeah, really? So I, 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 that's, I haven't got it in fours. Big team four, battles all the fucking time. Yeah, four out of ten ten <clears throat> games for my placements were AFKs. Like just left. Wow, holy yeah. shit. So, you know, that was kind of shitty, but it's whatever. I didn't really care all that much. Um, game is competent. It's fun. Um, it plays well. Um, did it remind you of, like, oh, did it give you an older Halo feel? Because for me, when I played it, it was obviously very new Halo, but it, there was enough feeling of old Halo in there, like, in terms of how it moved, how the guns felt. It, it definitely felt distinctly... Halo. Yeah, it f- it felt like Halo. Um there was like enough new to like kind of make it it's it's like sort of recreative. Mm. It's, it's like a reimagining of Halo uh which I can appreciate. Um I think I think they they hit it out, out of the park with it. Um it's free to play which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's great. I mean how can you complain about a free to play Halo of this quality? Yeah. Um, but there is a but. Ah, there is a but. And I mean, I can't speak for for everybody, but I think that this is the best version of Halo we're ever gonna see. And I've realized that I'm kind of over Halo. You know, I, I, I've, I've, I've just realized that, like, it's a competent game. If I'm going to play a shooter, it's probably going to be that right now. But I've also realized that Halo has come and run its course for me. If this is the best version of Halo that we've had since Halo 3, and in my opinion it is, and I think a lot of people will agree with it. I mean, we haven't played a campaign yet. But in terms of like your multiplayer experience, in my opinion, the, the this competency is the best. of the multiplayer, yeah, yeah, like this, this for sure is the best version that we've had in a very long time, in like ten years, um, or more. Um, but it doesn't like I don't wake up in the morning itching to pay, play Halo. I'm not like, you know, I need to fucking play this shit. Um. When I play it, it's fine. It's fun. I mean, I still rage a lot. Um, <laughs> That's any competitive game for me now. Yeah, I just rage I mean, it at is, everything. It is, it is what it is. And it, yeah. it, you know, it wouldn't be Halo if I didn't rage. Um, but 
I'm just I've I've realized that I'm over it. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, you know, say you got an ex girlfriend, and uh, you guys break up, and you had a good relationship. You know, you you, you fantasized about you know, and then you, and then you've run the gauntlet, you've gone out, you've experimented, and you miss you miss the old. You're like, man, if I could just go back, you know, the grass really isn't greener on the other side. If only, if only. You're just chilling, watching some Netflix, relaxing. When you get a little message on your Facebook app or your meta app or whatever it's called these days and you look down <laughs> there and you, re- you see it's your ex and she's messaging you. And she's like, hey, you want to get together? I'm in town. Mm. You had nothing going on. You haven't had sex in two weeks. You're like, yeah, fuck it. You know? Let's 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 get together. So you get together. And she's looking better than she ever did. She's independent, got her own thing going. She's basically the best the best version of her you've ever seen. And then you go in and you smash and she's She's better than what she was before. You know, she went out there. She had some, she had a lot of different dicks. She's had some experiences. She's bringing it in. Everything is great. And then you're done. And then you realize this was the best version I've ever had. But I'm over it. I've moved on. My taste is different. You're great. You're going to make somebody very happy but you ain't for me anymore. I'm over it. I grew out of it. That's Halo for me right now. That's a good analogy. I think it's going to, I think that's going to resonate with uh, a fair number of people. Certainly. Um, because at least for people that like, I think it was one of two ways for people that have stayed playing a lot of first person shooters over the years, and haven't, like, dipped out of them, for the most part. <clears throat> um, I think that it goes one of two ways. One, they'll be, they'll, they'll have the same thoughts you did, where it's like, alright, I've kind of grown out of it, I have different tastes now, my shooter preferences are now this. Yeah. And then there are others that have been in that, that other category of shooter, and go back to Halo, and you're like, oh my god, I missed this version of shooters because Halo is very distinctly its own shooter. No other shooter plays and that's the way it should like be. Halo. Exactly. It, it should be. Because yeah. when they did like when they did some of the more recent Halos, they were trying to be the other shooters. They yeah. were trying to be Call of Duty or whatever. And it didn't work all that well at all. I mean they really pissed off a lot of their fan base by changing the Halo formula, you know, too much. And now we're back to here. And it feels like that, like you said, it's, I agree. I think this is the best version of Halo we're likely to ever get. Uh, all of their additions, even the ones that might have on the surface, like when I first heard about a grapple shot, I was like, oh my God, are we really putting a grapple shot in Halo? And then you get in and you start using the grapple shot and you're like, this is arguably the greatest thing that Halo has ever fucking included in a game. This grapple shot is incredible. It opens up so many crazy tactical opportunities and amazing highlight reel type situations uh and and all of the gear like the like the repulsion uh, the repulsor mm-hmm. 
where I, I didn't think about it until I watched the championship series, that, that crazy, like, they had this week, which was just a qualifier, but it went to a bracket reset, and then another, like, best of five at the end, and it was, then it went all the way to the fifth game, and it was nail-biter the whole way through, and I see this guy take the repulsor, and he's in the middle of a fight, but he's he's got to get up this ledge, and he can't get up there to get to the fight fast enough, so he's got the repulsor, so he jumps, looks down, and repulsors the ground, and pushes himself up onto that edge and I was I never even thought to use the repulsor that way and you see all these people coming up with these unique ways of making use of all this new equipment that you might have looked at and gone oh who cares if I can like fucking once in a blue moon re- like repulse a grenade back at a motherfucker well now people are like oh let me knock this guy off the edge with a repulsor or let me use it as like a rocket jump for free to get up a ledge or to speed boost myself. Maybe I need to catch up to somebody real quick. That's what I was uh, using like, it for. Yeah, jump, turn around, boost the floor kind of situation. Like, uh. there's a lot of really unique, because the sandbox of Halo and Halo's physics is pretty robust. I mean, you're talking about people where you're, where you're shooting grenades in midair and killing people as they're throwing grenades and things of that nature. Uh, so I do, I do agree. I think this is the best version of Halo we're likely ever to get, or certainly the best version of Halo we could have gotten right now. Yeah, like I can't envision how they could have really come out of the gate and not, especially with how tumultuous this this development process has been. I think it's a miracle that it's as good as it is, and hopefully that extends to the campaign, which everyone that's previewed it here in the last ten days or so has said pretty much unanimously that it's really fucking good. So hopefully that this year has miraculously allowed them to pull all this off and and give us the best Halo. But, like you said, that doesn't mean that everyone's going to be into it. Halo is a very unique shooter experience. It might convert some people. It might turn some people off because they've their tastes have changed. Or they're just not into that style of shooter at all. Yep. So many, so many people are conditioned for fast, breakneck speed shooters now. You know, we're not quite Quake in Call of Duty, but Call of Duty is, like, pushing as far up to fucking Quake as they can get in terms of speed, uh, because people want this, like, instant everything. Uh, you know, spawns are instantaneous. You run out meat grinder. You spawn, you're dying. You spawn, you're dying. You spawn, you're dying. You spawn, you kill two people, you die. You spawn, you die, spawn, you die, spawn, you die. Over and over again. And Halo is like, you get into a, you, you get out there, and the time to kill can be so long, even if you have perfect aim that team shooting becomes a mechanic that you have to learn. You can't just be a, a lone wolf and expect to take on four people. You can pull it off if you're a god, but you can't just magically do it like you could in a Call of Duty or some shit where you just, like, sweatily run around in a circle until you fucking shot everyone. You gotta put in a lot of work, and, and team shooting becomes the thing, and and the, the dance that you fucking end up doing, and not just the strafe, but, like, Getting amazing at grenades. If you suck at grenades like I do in Halo, you're gonna have a bad time a lot of the time. You're gonna learn to plant that grenade at a motherfucker's feet first shot, or you're often dead. Uh, and and so yeah, it's gonna turn some people off. So I appreciate that that it wouldn't be for you. I'm glad to hear that you're. It's not that you're craving to play it, but when you play it, you still have a pretty good time. I have fun. I still have fun. This is not a, like a bad <clears throat> review on Halo. I actually yeah. think it's quite positive. I just yeah yeah. yeah. I just played the best version of halo that i've ever seen in a very long time and it's good but it's it's not it's not exciting me like it used to or Mm. or anything like you know i will say i will say i had my first like kind of like an almost flashback situation last night when i was playing uh because we just opened the lobby up and we just had like 10 of us playing big team battle all in the discord and it felt like some old xbox live type shit 
That'd be fun. And that, and it was, and I wasn't even at one point with the conversations we were having were, were overtaking my ability to play. And I just didn't fucking care. I was in Halo. I was trying to play, like do some stupid, crazy shit. I didn't care if I won or lost. We were just chilling, playing Halo and 10 people, you know, talking and, and laughing and having a good time in, in chat. And, uh, and that was an experience I haven't had in a game in a really long time because there's not many games that you can get 10 people together yeah and go in and play anymore and so yeah. that was uh that was a uh uh an eye opener for me as well yes the the battle pass thing is absolute dog shit everyone knows it they know it we know it everyone's writing about it in the public like publishing this everyone knows it's bad uh they can work on that the important thing is the gameplay is yeah, the gameplay is locked in right now. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and that's good. Yeah. Uh, they had their first event that went up here, uh, and I do have a couple of like things, and, and other people, again, not also particularly happy with it. Uh, the items are fine. The unlocks are good if you're into the armor, if you think it looks good. The problem is is that the challenge, or the challenges that you need to progress through the separate battle pass for the event are also loaded into the same bracket of weekly challenges that uh occupy uh the normal battle pass and so you can have a situation where you have none of the event challenges in your queue and you have to go in and clear the other challenges to unlock and and repopulate it randomly with an event challenge to then get it you also have challenge uh, a cap on challenges where where for each session that they're running this event over the course of however many fucking weeks there's six different uh, times they're going to run this event uh, before it runs out you can only get seven challenges completed before you get capped and then you don't get any more so you can't complete the battle pass on your own time either you have to keep coming back uh, after you get seven so you're you're at best if there's 30 i think levels to it so you're going to do five separate runs out of the six uh to come back just to get it completed if you're interested in in doing it so that's um i'll be honest it's fucking shit it's terrible. It's a horrible way to run it. Uh, and it has perpetuated people not playing the objective in games because they get the challenges and they're trying to clear them to get to the, the weekly challenge now because they can't always just do those challenges specifically. And you get people like posting endless screenshots of the in-game chat where people are like, play the point. And like, no, sorry, I got this challenge to fucking do. <laughs> and you're just doomed. So they definitely do need to have a lot of a lot of internal discussion on how to clean that up because it is affecting the the core multiplayer experience for some people. We also started seeing the first round of hackers come in. That's not a surprise. It's a free to play game. Uh, that was inevitable. Uh, what I would like to see is them talk about how they're going to manage hacking because I don't know if we've seen enough from them as to how they're going to manage that. Because as a free to play game, you have to expect it's going to happen. Uh, and in a game where each battle is quite you know, quite a dragged out process because it's not just about who sees who first. Hacking is no fun in Halo. You have a chance of killing something, somebody in Call of Duty that's hacking because it only takes like, you know, three seconds to, or not even three seconds, like 0.7 seconds to kill somebody. But in Halo, take a while. So if somebody's just doming you in Halo over and over again, you're just, you're just going to have a real bad time. So I want to see them talk a, a bit more about that. But again, uh, very much uh, positive. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I look forward to playing, playing some more, especially after last night. Now I feel like if I go on, I don't want to play ranked or something. 
I just open up the lobby, you just get a bunch of people, it feels like 2007 or 2006 all over again, when everyone's just playing on Xbox Live, uh, and chilling. So that was, uh, that was quite a, a fun experience. And that's all we got for game news, Mr. Black, which means it's time to sell out. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Throw your money at the screen. If you can't afford to do that, that's okay. Make sure that you uh, leave a review on iTunes and Spotify and all those other places. Leave a comment on the YouTube for the algorithm. Hit the like button. Share it with a friend. Uh, we also got sponsors. It's that time of year. So if you guys are looking for a good Christmas gift for a loved one or a friend, uh, head on over to uh, Elgato. They've got tons of products from webcams to lighting to capture cards to stream decks, uh, audio equipment, uh, soundproofing equipment. Uh, you name it, they got it. And it's very affordable. Um, the most affordable stuff on the market for the quality, hands down. Uh, but make sure that you guys go and check them out. Link will be in the description below because these guys sell out all the time on a lot of their products. And I'm sure around the holiday season, it is going to be damn Even near impossible. Worse. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> going to be bad. So get ahead of the curve. We're still in November, not for too much longer, but still got a shot to go and pick up the stuff um, that you want for the holiday season. And if you want to stay safe and anonymous while you're on the internet, you can use NordVPN, nordvpn.com slash OTT. Link is also in the description below. Use the promo code OTT and get a big discount with some bonus months uh, when you get a two-year subscription, and you can watch different regions of Netflix, watch region block content, uh, mask your IP, have access to maybe games uh, that you normally couldn't get uh, get access to. Lots of stuff you can do with a VPN, but most importantly, uh, when you're out in public Wi-Fi areas or you're traveling and you don't want to use somebody else's uh, IP, uh, you can go ahead and mask it. With the with the servers at our high speed, you can game on them, stream on them, game and stream on them at the same time. You can use up to six simultaneous devices, uh, anywhere from your smart TV to your smartphone, laptop, Mac. It doesn't matter. They got you covered with NordVPN. And if it isn't doing whatever it is that you want it to do for whatever use and purpose that you are getting it for, get your money back within 30 days, guaranteed, no questions asked. Um, they can, they guarantee the service is going to work. And if it doesn't get your money back, it's a win-win and you get to support us, the sponsor and yourself to win, win, win. All right. It's that time. Go pick them up. Shout us to NordVPN for holding it down. That's it. Boom. Now it's time to talk about movies and TV. Earthworm Jim. That used to be a video game. Yes. Get a TV series, Mr. Black. Mm. Mm. Because fucking why not? I'm not sure how that plays. As long as it's not, you know, live action, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Don't don't live action Earthworm. Nobody wants to see that shit. No. I'm not even sure people want to see animated Earthworm Jim TV. But I, I think we're at the point now where there is so much money in TV, like in terms of streaming and shit. That studio they're gonna take everything. Just, they're just green lighting really anything <laughs> to see what sticks. So what can you do? Sounds like the nineties, really, if you think about it. Like the nineties where there was so much excess of everything and TV was just like, pitch me an idea. And they and somebody came in and they're still high on Coke from the eighties. And they deliver one of the craziest pitches of all time and they say, Yes, 
give me like five seasons of whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And then they did. And that was the 90s. And it was a wonderful time. Maybe we're getting a little bit of that <laughs> deep into 2021. No. Uh, Hideo Kojima is one step closer to uh, his dream of just having one giant cutscene as Kojima Productions launches a new TV, film, and music division. Mr. Black. No more will Hideo Kojima have to suffer making video games just so that he can put four-hour cutscenes in them. Now, he can just skip right to the point and mm. make four-hour cutscenes and put them out on Netflix in the future. Truly, the future is now for Mr. Hideo Kojima. Bless. Uh, <laughs> Ridley Scott. Been a busy week for Mr. Ridley Scott, Mr. Black. Uh, yeah. He's been, I, I mean, we, Ridley Scott has never been afraid to speak his mind, and this has been one of his weeks, for sure. He's a bit of an eccentric uh, movie director, to say the least. Uh, but my favorite, my favorite quote from Mr. Ridley Scott this week was, was uh, which I wish I added the quote here, but it went along the lines of, uh, um, uh, and this was in regards to The Last Duel, his, his, his current movie. That's out which I hear is good. Which I hear is, like, really good. Here's the problem. He said that his, his movie is underperforming because it made like 27 mil or some shit in its first run. Yeah. Uh, he said it's failing because all these millennials growing up on their fucking phones. To which I had a couple of question marks about that, Mr. Black. couple of things. Uh, one, does he realize how old millennials are now? Because I feel like he's talking about them like they're still 19 years old. I mean, dude, the guy is 83 years old. <laughs> so it makes sense. And he's probably low-key losing his fucking mind. And, and two, two, I am the core fucking demographic for this movie. Until I saw that quote pop up in my timeline, I hadn't even heard of The Last Duel. It's got actors and actresses I would want to watch. It's on a subject matter that I'd be down to see. I would totally watch this film. And I didn't see a single solitary advertisement. I live on social media. I am a fucking cave troll. I am literally on my phone, like he said, and on the computer all day, every day. I didn't hear a single person talk about it. I didn't see anything on my timeline. I didn't get hit up with any advertisements on, like, YouTube or some shit. Zero. And so maybe Shot in the Dark is not doing well because the advertising run was doo-doo. My best guess. Or people just don't fucking care about medieval, like, gore porn with they definitely definitely do they definitely do i mean they had like adam driver ben affleck fucking matt damon they're all there i mean it's a star-studded cast and apparently the movie's really good uh they just didn't market it very well uh (laughs) at all um i I heard about it because like i'm heavy in the movie scene and i you know I, i pretty much know everything that's coming out but like I'm a small group of people. Like I'm the minority. Um, they just, I think what happened is they were worried about COVID. So they didn't want to spend a shit ton of money in advertisement in case they had to like push the movie back um, and then do another run of advertisement, which, you know, costs tens of millions or in some cases, a hundred million dollars, depending on what you're doing. Um, so I think I think a big part of it was just bad marketing. 
I think that I think that's like 80% of the problem. I think the other bit of the problem is is also COVID. So, you know, people you need to really have a movie that people cannot resist going to the movies for. Um things are picking up now again in the movie theaters, but for a while like people were just would only go for very specific things and this is sort of a a little you know, too I mean, niche for them. A, yeah, I think so. For like the masses, mm. for them to run out. Like if it was on streaming as well, I think it would probably. I think this is a movie that probably would have done a little bit better if it was streaming and theater at the same time. Probably would have made a little bit more money. Uh, but uh, Ridley Scott, he, this this is just a really bad hot take on his behalf. I mean, the guy is a he's a phenomenal film director. I mean, he fucking yes. made Gladiator. Gladiator Two is like greenlit. It's happening. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, it's not even just Gladiator. He's made a ton of fucking great films. A ton of great films. And, like, he's got another one out Alien. now. Yeah, dude, the guy, the guy is a legend. Like, he's a yeah. film legend. He's just an 83-year-old bitter old man that made a good movie, <laughs> and he's fucking salty as shit that people didn't fucking chomp at the bit to run out to, to watch his movie, especially with all of his star-studded cast. So he just had a hot take. Yeah. That's what this is. Uh, my, uh, so in the spirit of Mr. Ridley Scott's blaming the millennials for, for something, I have a nice little, uh, collection, uh, here of things that the media has blamed millennials for killing, uh, over the last while. Somebody put this together, clipped a bunch of newspaper clippings of all the things over the last few years where, uh, millennials were blamed for destroying or killing, well, damn near everything, really, if you, uh, if you've been keeping up. So here's a couple of, uh, good ones here. How hipster millennials are killing the Big Mac. Are millennials killing credit? Question mark. Millennials are killing the beer industry. Now millennials are killing marmalade, Mr. Black. How millennials killed the focus group. Millennials are killing chains like Buffalo Wild Wings and Applebee's. <laughs> millennials are killing a $1 billion diet staple. <laughs> millennials are killing relationships and we should be concerned going along with that uh, there's one in here about, about millennials not having sex millennials are killing the napkin industry Mr. Black oh, we are responsible for the napkin industry's demise wow oh yes there it is there why aren't millennials having sex uh, oh, well done, millennials. You've officially ruined handshakes for everyone. Well, we may have done that. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I think, I think COVID ruined handshakes for everyone. Well, I mean, I don't see a lot of people doing your standard handshakes anymore. I think it's, it's more of a lot, a lot more props and like different I ways to, uh, you know, I might, Millennium. I might, I might agree with that. I mean, the generation before were, you know, firm handshakers. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like now we're not really. That's one I'll give them. I'll give them that. <laughs> uh, wait. Are millennials killing the car industry? Question mark. Their bosses? Question mark. <laughs> Apparently millennials are killing their bosses. That's a good one. Uh, millennials are allegedly ruining hotels for every other generation. Not just the older generations, but also the younger generations. I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree with that. But I mean, it's not that we're killing the. We're the just hotel using industry. Airbnb. We're using Airbnb. <laughs> you know, we're we're not. You know, we can we can 
go into a, a home or a flat <laughs> and not deal with concierge and fucking bookings, like, you know, going in there, paying overpriced. Although Airbnb isn't the cheapest thing, um, you're by yourself in the most, for the most part. You get to have a home experience being somewhere else. You take that over a hotel just about every day of the week. Here's, here's a good one. Are millennials killing the vacation? Maybe because we can't afford to take one. That might be part of the problem. Could be it. <laughs> Did millennials kill fashion, Mr. Black? We're probably the wrong people to ask that question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, millennials aren't eating cereal because it's too much work. <laughs> okay, that's a hot take. <laughs> uh, millennial. Oh, here's one for you. Millennials are killing the movie business. No, I, I, I don't think that's it at all. The streaming is killing the movie business. That's, you know, just the internet is killing the movie business, right? It's not millennials. It's the way the industry is going. And it's not dead by any means. It's just things are changing. Did millennials kill the Hangout sitcom, Mr. Black? I don't know. Or did we just have so many Hangout sitcoms that nobody wants to fucking watch Hangout sitcoms anymore? Yeah, I think there's just been so many shitty Hangout sitcoms <laughs> that, like, we're just over them. And there's so much shit to choose from. I don't know, man. I find any show that has a laugh track pretty fucking cringy. Oh, it's I think brutal. I think there's, like, maybe, like, I mean, that 70s show. Yeah. And... You gotta tastefully do a fucking laugh track, and a yeah, lot dude. of them aren't tasteful. They're yeah. blatantly obvious. I'm not a fan of laugh track uh, shows uh, at all anymore. It just takes me out of it. The last one, Mr. Black, you ready for this one? How millennials almost, in parentheses, killed the wine cork. I don't even know <laughs> what... That, I don't even know how that's even possible, but... <laughs> all right, man. Dude, our generation fucked up the world, apparently. We have yeah. destroyed everything. Yeah. <laughs> Literally massacring. Are millennials killing gyms? No. Are millennials killing the golf industry? No. We're the reason golf got popular. What the fuck are you talking about? Tiger Woods era came up. We're the only reason that shit's fucking popular. Yep. Come on now. Anyway, I thought that was quite funny. And it, 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 it does happen with great frequency that millennials are blamed for it. And it's not that they're saying that millennials are the reason for something declining. They literally say we kill fucking everything. We're murderers. We're mass murderers of every industry on earth, as it were. Uh, Amazon Studios is closing in on a deal to develop a series based on Mass Effect. Oh boy, they already have The Expanse, so I'm a little confused as to why they're dipping their toes in the Mass Effect water. But Maybe Expanse is leaving. Maybe. Who knows? I didn't even know that show was still going. They passed it, Netflix passed it to Amazon, and Amazon picked up the baton and All right, well, kept going. There you, go. there you go. I can't think of very many things off the top of my head that would be more difficult to not fuck up than doing a Mass Effect TV show, a show. and I think the only people I could really trust is probably HBO uh, to pull something like that off, but Amazon does have... Amazon has like an above average track record now. Like at first it wasn't so hot. They've got a fine. few they've got a good fine. they've got they've got several good shows on there. So like, yeah. you know, Wheel of Time and, is getting like plus or minus reviews. And Lord of the Rings is so coming, far. right? So that's true. we'll see, right? That's just they spent like half a billion dollars on that show. 
Damn, that's oh, like that's one whole Star Citizen. It's the biggest. Uh, yeah, it's 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 bigger than Game of Thrones budget. Like it's crazy. Can you oh. imagine half a billion dollars for and an entire like six, Lord of the Rings series? Or it's like six episodes. Half baked sure. Star Citizen. Yeah, no, fuck Star Citizen. Choose your bro. battle. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm I'm waiting for? Millennials killed Star Citizen. That's the ultimate. That's coming yeah. up. Uh, and the last one that I have on this list is just me saying I saw Dune and I saw Shang-Chi. What'd you think? Uh, Dune was good. Um, Dune was good. Uh, it was certainly something that would have been salty if they couldn't have followed up the movie. That's for sure. Um, scale was done very well. Probably better than, uh, like you were saying. I think I'd agree that, that the only other movie that did scale in a similarly... Um, impressive way would be Interstellar in terms of sci-fi doing scale properly. So many sci-fi movies have like these, you know, ships or these big grandiose uh, <clears throat> buildings and whatnot and the scale just doesn't, it's just not impressive. It looks like you're walking down a fucking residential street shit not all that impressive. And you get to Dune and they're like, here's a starship. It's the size of Texas. And you see, but they, but to do it justice they like pan way back and you're seeing this person that's like a fucking dot three pixels on your 4k television uh and they and they did a really good job of that beautifully shot great music i mean the hans zimmer so big fucking shock there that the music would be pretty good uh cast all nailed their parts uh wonderfully uh and uh i'm certainly on board for whatever dune 2 is going to be in 2023 uh i'm there for i'm there for the follow-up uh for sure um it you know I hope people see it, uh, more people see it and not be concerned because I think a lot of the discussion around it was like that it was very cerebral. I don't think it's particularly fucking cerebral. It's like a, it's like, it's more cerebral than you went to a science fiction, you know, your average science fiction movie, but it's not like, uh, you're you're not, you're not going in there like trying to like pick apart every single thing that you see. It's, it's, it's not that cerebral so hopefully people can get scared off by uh by that um yeah but everyone did a, a great job and i can't wait to uh to to see more from that and then uh shang chi was uh was also really good i don't know what else to say about shang chi but it was really good i i would say that there were some parts that were very marvel and um after having seen lots of Marvel movies, uh, Marvel movies, the the effect of those Marvel moments is starting to maybe wear thin, and I'm referring to like uh, some of their what are trying to be comedic aspects of Shang Chi, um, a character in particular uh, that shows up that maybe has more screen time than they need to have screen time in this film. Uh, you probably know who I'm talking about. I just don't want to give it away in case people uh, uh, haven't seen it yet. Uh, not that he was bad, and I love the I love him as an actor. I think he's fucking he's fucking uh, you know amazing. But he just like in the context of that movie specifically, maybe didn't need to be on the screen as often as he was. Uh, at least for me. But everything else, visually stunning. The end of the movie has some of the best visuals, uh, you know, outside of something like Endgame, obviously that we've probably seen in a Marvel film. Uh, and uh, and you know our Canadian boy did us proud. I mean, he had some crazy fucking action shit in that. The parkour type shit he was doing in particular on the bus 
in a couple of spots. I'm pretty sure he almost, you know, uh, I want to say decapitated. My brain didn't want to go there. I'm pretty sure he almost ripped his own head off a couple of times, uh, doing some of those scenes, uh, for sure. And, uh, and so, yeah, he did his, uh, he did his proud. And I think, uh, what's her, what's her name? She's got a, a relatively unique name that plays the, it plays his opposite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She did a great job. Uh, you know, being, uh, being his, uh, you know, his, his general comedic relief. Maybe that's why that other character I feel like didn't need as much time. It was like, she was already carrying that cross no. for like the whole film. Uh, and, there was a reason uh, why he, that character was in the movie. Oh, I get canonically yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, just did like, I yeah. don't think that to accomplish that he needed to be yeah. on the screen as much as he was. Yeah. Uh, but I also love him as an actor. So, you know, it was kind of like neither here nor there but yeah really really good uh appreciated it a a, a great uh a great deal and and uh and i can't wait to see him in more in more stuff now carry on that that next phase of marvel i would say he's probably a front runner for me as to why i would give a fuck about the next phase of of uh of marvel at this time yeah uh for sure so yeah big thumbs up on on both on both films no uh no doubt about it and that's it. Do you have anything else that you uh, for uh, movies and TV uh, this uh, week? I mean, I saw King Richard, the Will Smith movie um, with uh, oh. that, that plays Serena and Venus uh, Williams' yes. father. Right, that's like a semi bio ish kind of situation, biography ish. Yeah, deal. It is. it's 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 uh, it's definitely worth a watch for sure. Um, it's going to be Oscar buzz. And I think Will's probably going to win his first Oscar. I think it's going to happen. It's finally uh, going to happen. I think it's going to happen. I think it's his time. He's getting older. Um, there's not too much competition this year for best actor. Mm. Um, he does a phenomenal job. Um, you How know, close to Will in Pursuit of Happiness is this role for him? It's very this this movie is very Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, it's, it's that, almost, that was the feel I got from the yeah, trailer. Right? It, it's 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 almost like it's the same sort of vibe. There's a little bit more comedy in this. Mm. It's not a comedy film, but there's definitely more. Uh, it's more lighthearted than uh, than Pursuit of Happiness, which was very like gloom and you know. You got your feelings kicked in that movie pretty much the entire time. Yeah, like the, you get your feelings kicked <laughs> a couple times in this movie for yeah. sure. Um, especially if you're a parent, like uh, hmm. you know, that's one thing that's like ever since I became a dad, like movies have changed man, now. Movies, movies are de- they definitely <laughs> hit different, man. Like different specific topics and different things. Like it of just course. hits different. So like uh you know as a dad it it and he plays a father and he and he's the star like it mm. the movie's about him right uh you know uh but and then after I was done watching the movie like the last couple of days I've been uh watching more Venus and Serena uh stuff like just I'm more interested in their life I never oh, they, followed they had them. A crazy life bro yeah. they're, that's and a wild And I mean they're still ride. doing their thing so you know it's a it's a good it's a good movie um, it's not something you should rush out to the theater and watch, but, um, if you can watch it on digital, uh, which it is released on digital as well. So, uh, you should definitely watch it. Nice. I, I recommend everybody to watch it. Kayla watched it as well. She liked it. It's a little long. It's like two hours and 20 minutes or so. And you can kind of feel the length. Um, it definitely could have been cut like another 10, 15 minutes, but there wasn't any part where I was like, this didn't need to be in the movie. It just, it started to feel lengthy but I was enjoying it as well. Like I almost didn't want it to end. Um, I wanted to see more. Uh, but it's it's a it's a it's a it's a 
it's a coming of age story. It's a it's about a father who uh knew exactly what he wanted for his girls. They wanted it as well. They idolized him. They looked up to him. He had their best interest at heart. He's also a flawed individual. So like he had his own demons and he's doing dealing with his own things. Um but overall, um it's it's just a great sports movie that has a lot of the same tropes as a lot of the other sports movies you've seen in the past with a little bit of a twist. And, uh, you know, I just I just really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's not a movie I'll watch again, but it's a movie that uh, deserves a, a watch and deserves praise. And, uh, you know, I, I like... I, I, I can't wait to see a movie if somebody ever does a movie about Tiger Woods, you know, like... Um, oh, that's bound to happen eventually. You know, because they're the Tiger Woods of... Tennis. Tennis, yeah. You know, there's a lot of, like, racial-related things in this film as well. You know, two black sisters coming from Compton to, you know, coming into a world that is literally white. Um, you know, very few It do- doesn't get much more players. white than tennis and, no. and golf. It's white, white, right? <laughs> like And, like, rich white. And it's like, still not even, white, white. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not, you know, it's, it's like golf. Like, and I yeah. would even argue that tennis is, might even be even richer than, than golf um, on, very on possible. that scale, right? Because yeah. like in golf, you know, really anybody can pick it up. Same with tennis, but to really get the training that you need and to be in the, you need to join very specific elite clubs that cost a lot of money. And it's a lot of rich families that like, you know, groom their children into becoming these tennis players. And we had, you know, two kids from the ghetto uh, making it and being being dominant and and becoming the the goddesses of their sport and and are the goats of their sport and have been just kind of like Tiger Woods, um, except Tiger Woods' story is a little bit different, but it's sort of very similar. Tracks, parallels. tracks, yeah, tracks similar. Yeah, tracks similar so sure. you know, uh, it hit it for it hit it on all cylinders for me, and you know, I'm black as well, so you know, it kind of it speaks to me as well, and there's a lot of different things in there. Uh, that I can relate to, and uh, it was just a solid movie. Uh, yeah, might, might be one of the better films I've seen this year. I enjoyed I it. I enjoyed it just as much as I did uh, Shang Chi in June, uh, in June, in Dune, uh, and it in its own right. They're two, three different, you, totally obviously, different movies. Yeah, but I enjoyed them all, uh, and you know, I put that up there. He's getting Will Smith. Mark my words, he's winning an Oscar this year. For or I guess it would be early next year for uh, for this movie. Wonderful. Well, he he got the nod for Pursuit, I think. Uh, so maybe this is his second time to bat in that similar vein. So this is is this his moment? Uh, I will say well before we dump over, uh, Em and I started watching um, the lots more lots more South Korean stuff showing up on Netflix lately. Obviously, especially now that we've gotten you know the. Uh, Squid game. Uh, Squid game popped off. I mean, they already had a lot of Korean stuff on there, but now we're getting even more stuff. Uh, they just put on uh, a horror f- series called Hellbound. Yeah, uh, we watched all but the last two episodes. Going to watch the last two episodes um, of that, and uh, I wouldn't even call it horror. Uh, I would call it the most depressing fucking show I think I've watched in a long time. And so, if you're not down for just getting, you know depressed and angry maybe don't watch that show i don't know what the last two episodes uh hold but um 
yeah, the it, it it went back to the well one too many times to um to repeat something that didn't serve a different purpose in terms of the narrative and it, and it just served to just be like more depressing honestly unless they just were their goal was to just depress people as much as humanly possible going into the final two episodes i guess maybe that's it uh but um you know between squid squid game and hellbound one thing's for sure the koreans like their shock stuff they're they're, they must be into the shocking fucking uh genres because if there's one thing hellbound does it gets your attention pretty quick uh for uh for sure and otherwise, that's it, which means it's time to move on to... Tech support. Patreon.com slash LagTV. Financially support us, please. $10 or more per month gets you a couple of benefits. Chiefly, the ability to ask us questions each and every week on a post I put up before the podcast called Tech Support, where you can ask us your questions and we have your hot and spicy answers, at least for as many as we can get done in the time that we have. First up, let's see here. Uh, Cryptic Cyanide asks, Jeff, do you uh, intend to eventually show Kai any anime? If so, at what age? Anything else other than Dragon Ball? Nothing other than Dragon Ball. That's it. <laughs> this is Dragon one only. Ball or bust. Are you going to start him at Dragon Ball, then Z, then then like the, the yeah, fucking we're gonna super? Move him up. We're going to move him all the way up. Are you doing start. a bridged or are you putting him through uh, the stupid arcs of like the Saiyan Man? We're putting through the whole damn thing, man. We're going to watch it from start to finish together. You're really going to put him through Saiyan Man, bro? That's terrible. I'm going to put him through it all. And uh, I mean, if he's a kid, I mean, if he's a kid, he's probably going to like that part, you know? Yeah, that's true. Speaking of tennis, in the Sandman arc, they play tennis. There you go. They do. Uh, Danjum's back with another console. This time it's the 360. Top three Xbox 360 titles. Halo 3. We just talked about earlier. Uh, oh, boy. Halo 3. Oblivion or Skyrim based on your tastes in Elder Scrolls. They're different enough that, you know, just leave it up to your interpretation, but it's one of those. And then... Lost Odyssey. Man. There's a I, lot of... 360 is one of, like, the best libraries in modern gaming. Um, so... Uh, I know we're... a lot, but I never, I never really... That was a heavy multiplayer era for us, too. Like, the 360, we played mostly, like, four or five games, and they were all multiplayer. I'm going to go with Battlefield Bad Company 2. It's, like, the best. It's a good one. Um, Just looking at what I have back there. I'm going to go with Halo... Man, I'm going to go with Halo 3. Yeah. I liked Halo 3 more than Halo 2, personally. Mm. Uh, I know that some people... um, I, mean, I like two's multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, two's multiplayer better. Halo three. Three is a package. It's a better. Yeah, it's better. Three is a package is one of the greatest I, uh, I releases of all time for any fucking game. Yeah. But and I, yeah, and I and I'm gonna pick Halo. T- I'm gonna pick Halo. I'm gonna pick Halo three for the list. But Halo two, I think, had the better multiplayer. Well, that's the original Xbox as well, so it's not three sixty. That's true. That's true. Okay, yeah. so so Halo three makes me. Yeah. Um. Jeez, man. I mean, that's where Modern Warfare 1 and 2 were as well. That's where 
Um, you know, that's where Forza showed up on the scene. Forza 2 is actually, Forza Motorsport 2 is my most played 360 game I discovered the other day. Um, you know, there's a lot of really good games yeah, on the 360. Yeah, I, I, I don't know a, I don't know a third game. Bro. Just so I can trigger you. Oh, no. And a lot of other people out there. Oh, no. Okay. My number three, because I can't think of anything else right now. Okay. Final Fantasy. 13. 13. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it because, hey, oh. listen, and here's why. Here's oh. why. I'm not putting, a, if I put another game up there right now, off the top of my head, it's going to be another shooter. And I need something that's not fair. A shooter. Fair. Okay. And I played Final Fantasy 13 and I beat it and I liked it. I didn't hate 13. I wasn't a big fan of the linear part to it, but at the same time, it kept the story going. Made kept the game flowing and going. Now 13 2, that shit, the lightning fucking all that, yeah, that shit can just you know, jump off a uh, you know, a short pier. But I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 13. Because it's not a shooter. And I enjoyed it. And let's keep it 100, man. That's the best Final Fantasy that we had had in a very long time. Well, I mean, I mean, 10 is inarguably better than 13. It is. It is. 12 is up to your interpretation of whether or not you wanted to have the Star Wars story. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't go with 12. And you know, I think I think thir- I, I think ten is probably the better Final Fantasy game as, as a whole. But I think thirteen knew its lane. I think it did it well, and it spawned the new version of Final Fantasies that we've been getting over the last you know, for better or worse, ten years for better or worse. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and say that just to trigger some folks. What was the uh, what was the uh, the that fucking motorbike one that was in the arcade trials? That we played so much fucking Trials. Remember that? We go on Xbox Live Trials, the, the motorbike game that you had to get like from one side of the, the level to the other in like the shortest period of time. Trials HD. Trials HD. That was, that was it. it. That was it. We Damn, played that was so too. we played so much Trials HD one night. I got home from university and you yeah. and I were on until five in the morning. Yeah. Actually later than that. Later. I was still in my clothes in this room. The the overhead light was on. Mom walked into the room at like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning and said, you're up early. And I said, I actually never slept. <laughs> I got home from university, played Trials HD. When I went to bed, all I could hear in my mind, because you'd get like halfway through a level and you'd press the back button to restart if you fucked up. Oh. And you'd hear the same engine rev over and over and over again. And so in my sleep that night, it was just over and over and over again. It's crazy. Uh, Tidor asks, is the Canadian health system as good as they say? Is it really free of charge? I mean, it's not free in so far as that it's part of our, our federal and provincial taxes that go into the budgets that, that then pay for subsidized healthcare nationally. Uh, so it's not free in, in terms of like, they're just giving it to you for zero dollars, you know, for your life. Um, is it as good as they say? What's, it's good insofar as that... And this is just my opinion. It's good insofar as that if I got in a car accident and I go to the hospital because I was in a car accident, 
Uh, I'm gonna be taken care of basically immediately, and when I come out of whatever fucking medically induced coma or whatever needs to happen to, to patch me up, or even if it's something that's just, oh, I've got cracked ribs or broken arm or whatever the fuck, I'm not gonna leave that hospital with a massive bill on the other side that could possibly financially ruin me. Because just like anything, while we definitely pay for it with our taxes, I would rather spread that out over my lifetime and reap the benefits of it over my lifetime going in as I need to, even as a healthy individual that's only stepped foot in a hospital a couple times in my life. Uh, knock on- Knock on wood thus far. Um, I would rather that than be concerned that I'm gonna have a big bill that- that's just like a nuclear bomb that I can't financially take in one- in one sitting or have to like- you know, fight with my insurance company to try and like whittle that number down, etc., etc. So the the other side of that is just like anything that's 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 public versus private. Privately run because it's for profit and they have more funds tends to result in, I guess, better on average care. Although there are some examples where people will still travel to places that it's uh, that isn't the case. Like let's say Mexico, for example, is a popular place for some people to go for certain uh, procedures. Um, so you can get, you can get better care. The other thing is, uh, in, in certain regards, for example, let's say that you had something going on, you needed an MRI. Um, you can pay for a private clinic to get an MRI here if you want. Uh, it's still going to be a relatively long list because there's not a lot of private clinics where if you're, excuse me, in the US, you might pay more money for that MRI, but the period of time will be shorter, like much shorter. So if you have good insurance and or you have a fair amount of money, private healthcare is going to likely service you better on average in a shorter period of time. But up here, the benefit, the trade-off for that is if something catastrophic happens, the vast majority of the time, you're not going to go personally bankrupt because it happened. And that's that's kind of your 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 trade-off. And some countries do it better than Canada, for example, obviously. Uh, for various reasons that do also have uh, subsidized healthcare via the government. So, you know, we have a lot that we're working through here, like lots of countries, especially with COVID, where our system is completely fucking run ragged. And Nova Scotia is a great example of this right now. We're going out through a shitload of programs to try and up our nurse and doctor count here, uh, for example. Um, but yeah, I would say the trade-off is worth it for me. I'm okay with it, especially since, for the most part, if you still want to pay for something like an MRI, you can. It's just that the wait list is still going to be, even in a private clinic, let's say, three weeks to a month, instead of you walk in and say, hey, I want an MRI next Tuesday, and they say, okay, we can do it today. It's kind of, it's kind of like the, the, the trade-offs. That's my side. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too far from that. Uh, I mean, we don't have a perfect healthcare system, but it's close to it. Um, like, uh, when I say that, uh, you're never going to have a perfect healthcare system. I mean, it's just virtually impossible, right? Trade-offs for be, anything. Yeah, there's going to be trade-offs. Um, I mean, obviously, I can afford healthcare for me and my family. So, you know, if we had private, like, and I do have a healthcare plan. It only costs me like 250 bucks a month. Yeah, that's why I've, I've got my own plan as well, yeah. Yeah, it, it covers myself, Kai, and Kayla. And that's usually for uh, dental. prescription, dental, Eye, eyeglasses, massages, chiropractor. Um, so, you know, we kind of get that money back anyway, as long as we're actively doing those things, which we, yeah. we do. So, you know, we kind of get that money back. Um, you do two massages, you basically like half your fucking healthcare yeah. is paid for at that point. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and I'm usually getting like one massage and a chiropractor at least a month, sometimes two. Um, so, you know, that kind of pays for itself. As for like, you know, hospital and stuff, like kind of like Adam said, we don't, we, we don't have to worry about somebody breaking their arm or whatever um, and, and, and whatnot. Uh, or if you need a, an MRI and stuff, like you can go get that done. The shitty thing is, is the weight, right? So like, you know, if, 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 if you have an MRI, if you need an MRI, um, it's usually a long time unless there's an emergency. It's triaged. So like, yeah. So like, you know, we've, we've had some things within, within our family, um, recently where we went to the doctors and, you know, uh, we went to the doctors a few times and they were like, well, it doesn't seem that serious. So like, not really going to put in for an MRI. If it keeps coming, come back and then we'll do it. We did. And then we had to wait about two months before we could get the MRI. And then because if it doesn't seem like it's serious, then they, they, they'll either just not schedule you on for one period. Like that's between you and your personal doctor. If you have one, which is also an even bigger problem here is doctors. In Nova Scotia specifically Nova Scotia. is a big problem. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, we ended up getting uh, the the MRI and everything was fine because they 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 knew they had a feeling like there was a high percentage that like it's totally fine. Um, but we had to wait two months, right? Which is still um, short for an MRI, by the way. Which is which which is which is short. Um, yeah. And and that was you know that 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 that's actually they move you up the triage tree when you came back again is basically and what it happened. was it was because of a cancellation. That's the only yeah. reason why we got in. Oh really? Did. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, and we jumped on it right. So yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, uh, that 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 that's the downfall about it. My thing is is and Adam said it. There is private health care. You can still pay if you want to get something done sooner. You can. But there isn't a lot of private stuff going on, and there's only you know there's only it's still a bit of a wait. It's not as long, so you know you can you you can do that, or you can travel to another part of the. You're country. talking weeks instead of months. Usually exactly. is the difference. Exactly, yeah. and in some cases years. Like yeah, <laughs> sometimes you like if you need a certain surgery and it isn't considered an emergency. Yeah, uh, you could be literally waiting years, yeah. like legit years. Like when I tore my knee up. I waited a very long time, and if it wasn't for the fact that my next-door neighbor was a doctor, and he fucking called, like, grabbed my health card and did some shit in his house, and then called up his buddy, and he managed to squeeze me in, I would have been probably waiting another another year. Uh, and, I, and I had already waited a very long time, right? And that's just privilege of, you know, it's just circumstance, right? Not everybody has that opportunity. So um, it's not the best. Uh, like Adam said, there is you know, better healthcare systems, but it's one of the best. So, yeah. um, you know, somebody like me that can afford healthcare, it's, you know, if, if we didn't have, if we had private healthcare, fine, but I'd rather spend a little bit more in taxes and have it so that everybody in Canada, that's one thing. I know you guys peg me to be some sort of fucking, you know, cap capitalism, fucking, you know, uh, uh, unethical or fucking, or I shouldn't say unethical, but un, 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 <laughs> un, uh, un, un, um, empathetic. Um, it's probably a better word to use, uh, that I don't have empathy for people. I believe that healthcare should be one of the things that every human being should have access to period. You know, healthcare especially in 2021, we probably I mean, should have that figured out. We're a first world country for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, you know, if some, if somebody breaks their arm, 
or or feels a bad pain in their chest for a long time, they shouldn't have to feel like I don't want to go to the doctors to get this fixed because it's going to fucking because it's it's going to cost me ten thousand dollars and or or even a thousand dollars and cripple you know your financial situation. Um, so you know I I'm happy that like you know at least I know some of the my tax money is going towards helping people that aren't as fortunate as I am in that department. So, you know, I can't complain about the healthcare system in Canada. Yeah, it's a long wait. Yeah, our hospitals are overran because if somebody's got a tummy ache, they can go to the hospital. You know, in America, if you've got a tummy ache, you're probably like, eat some Tums and shut the fuck up because we don't want to, you know, we, we don't, I don't need a $500 checkup, right? So, um, you know, there, there, there's that. And if somebody, God forbid, in your family gets really sick, you know, you can go They're and get help. Care of. They're taken care of. Yeah. And that's all that matters, right? Uh, you know, because health is the most important thing in your life. And, uh, you know, you can't buy health, right? Um, so, I'm, I mean, just, just for example, like in terms of like how much of a hurdle this can be for a government, especially for Canada, we got 36, 38 million people here spread across a lot of land. We got a lot of, a lot of infrastructure costs that ties up our government quite substantially, federally speaking, as it is. Um, the reason why waits can be long is because we don't have the number of doctors. And it's not that we don't have educated people. In fact, we crank out a shitload of doctors and nurses here. The problem is, is that they go down to the States because they make 30% more money than they would here and pay less in taxes. Yeah. So uh, then that's the challenge because the government can't, as much as we would like to assume the government can pay as much for a doctor as the doctor makes in a private clinic in the States, that's just never going to fucking happen feasibly. That You can't, because they're not, the government's not getting paid the money to be able to float that there's just no way you can do that so that's that's part of the catch-22 is that the government has to find this happy medium to keep nurses and doctors in the country in you know interprovincially and nationally against the the want of go south of the border and make more money and pay less tax and so we're in the midst of that here in nova scotia like i said for example for programs for nursing and whatnot to try and make that happen and it's just one of those struggles uh and and uh you know miraculously thankfully during covid we, there are hospitals that were already basically, and I'm not talking no, like Nova Scotia just, like nationally, we were already like teetering anywhere you went. It was like if you had one too many people yeah, on a it, drunk it's weekend. Like that, it's like that in it's like, every, well, it's like, it's that, like that. We were not the exception. No, I'm not saying that fucking, we were. Yeah, I mean, there's a fu- goddamn pandemic. No, every the whole hospital in like the goddamn world. Is yes, but, but what I'm saying is, is that because <laughs> we because we are short in a, on average, because we're in a in a not privatized environment, we don't have the numbers of nurses, for example, that the states do. Um, that was, you know, thankfully we we managed to pull that off. And um, uh, but yeah, so not perfect, but we'll take it. Uh, like, and just like for, I was going to say, just for example, you know, where, where M is in the mental health ward, uh, a stay there without MSI, which is like without your, your healthcare. Uh, if uh, there was a guy that was from out of country that was there that didn't have his MSI card well, he was as, as a student and he, uh, he ended up in there for like a month or, 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 or so six weeks, maybe. And that's a, that's a, like a almost $40,000 bill for the single patient. So it's like healthcare is not cheap for a government to run. So there, that's why there are trade-offs ultimately. Um, Jorbach, mm, how invasive is the Christmas music where you go so far already? Annoying question mark. Seeing how I never go anywhere. I haven't had to experience that yet, yet this year. No retail, no problem. Yeah. I, I, the only time I ever hear Christmas music is if I'm playing it myself, which 
I will be, you know, come December, I actually embrace the Christmas music. December I 1st, I it. it's on. Yeah, I enjoy it. I'll have it up in my speaker system, you know, just around the house, you know, might even rip up the fireplace a little bit, got the Christmas tree on, uh, and listen to the music. I mean, I don't work in retail. I don't work, I don't leave the house, so I'm not listening to radio and shit like, you know, most folks do. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I only listen to Christmas music when I want to listen to Christmas music. That's it. Uh, yeah, I, I, the only place I've been so far since Christmas music would have started to come on was when Em and I went to Chapters the other day, and that was like a, a fucking, I, bro, if there's one, I hate, I hate being in public more now than I ever did before. Like, I just, you go into Chapters, and it was shoulder to shoulder in that fucking store, and I just didn't even want to be, not even just for COVID. It's like, I just, I've gotten so used to not being around, like, 300 other people, and, like, shuffling around in public, that I was just like, I don't want to be here. Even a little bit, but I'm here because Em wants to be here, so I'll walk around. And there was, like, this one really enthusiastic employee that, even though they're not making commission, was trying really hard to sell this one poor woman this book. Walked over and was like, oh, saw that she was holding this book. She was like, oh my god, that book is incredible! Let me tell you just how incredible it is! And then went on this, like, five-minute fucking dialogue, or monologue, I should say, because she was the only one talking. And told her, like, half of the story of the fucking book. At which point, the woman put the book down and walked the fuck away, because she already knew the fucking entire story. And what was worse is this woman was, I swear to God, I did this on stream to, like, show just how close. It was like, the woman was standing there, she has her little book or whatever. Here's the woman's face. Alright, this- the, Here's the woman's face. And then the, the- the employee comes over and she's like, Oh my god, let me tell you how incredible this book is! She was three centimeters from this poor woman's face just screaming as if she was across the room. It was brutal. Uh, but they did have Christmas music on, and that was the only time that I experienced it because I'm never outside the fucking house anymore for that kind of thing. And in fact, the radio hasn't even really been playing a lot of Christmas music yet, but I suspect... I suspect it we're will. coming up on it. Uh, so to really answer the question about the song that we all know you're talking about, I haven't actually heard Mariah Carey's Christmas album yet pop up anywhere. It'll happen. Thankfully, but it's gonna happen. It'll happen. Um, hope oh, Shady wrote us a small novel here. Shady asks, being a girl who has had multiple groups of guy friends who game, I've, I've observed a familiar behavior among some men and wanted to ask, excuse me, why do guys bond? <laughs> why do, why do guys bond by insulting each other's dick? I've, I've experienced guy friends making some really harsh jokes, and uh, and it's often retaliated by jokes about each other's dick, or back in the day it was your mom jokes. I haven't experienced this with my female friends, probably because they don't have penises. Uh, so why do you guys bond this way? Is it a masculinity thing, a hierarchy thing? It's something I've learned, uh, to fit in. I got, look. One of the differences between guys and girls, and it's and and I, whether it's like socially engineered and we don't even realize it's happening or not, guys just chirp each other fucking constantly. It's how we show each other love. It's for the same reason why two guy friends could literally beat the fuck out of each other, and the next day they're sitting on the couch watching like a fucking like watching movies, playing games together. Where where girls, on the other hand, they hold grudges for years. Something happens. It's not even a physical altercation. It's like if somebody said they didn't like your shoes and motherfucker has got like the grudge on and like the cold stare, cold shoulder for 17 years following. 
it's something about the 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 uh, it's just something that i don't know it's just something that yeah. dudes do yeah i think i think like if most girls and i mean now we're painting with brushes all right so not I'm oh, painting uh, with not, broad ass brushes you know, so, so you know there are exceptions of course but i think like if you had a girlfriend like say there's a bunch of girls together and they're all drinking wine right and doing doing what girls do and uh <laughs> in broad strokes and, you know and and they're and they're chilling doing their thing if one of those girls go to the other girl and say like man you're like you know, your teeth are kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, yeah, you know, I, you know, one of them, one of them's big, got big, you know, got, got some, got some knockers and the other girl doesn't. Yeah. Right. It's like, man, you're flatter than, you know, this, this, this floor or whatever. Right. Like that's probably not going to come off great. Um, you know, there, there, there's probably going to be uh, some tension. And if not, there might be some laughter, but the girl that's getting insulted is probably going to take that shit to heart and like adam said they'll likely they'll probably be a grudge <laughs> um you know when it comes to dudes you know a dude can go bro you look like fucking shit right now bro like you need to go shave you know hey adam man you're getting fucking bald as shit you yeah. know what i mean like just just shave it off bro give yeah, up the just, dream exactly like you know what i mean like if i told adam like bro you are balding as fuck man just buzz that bitch and i have exactly asked we're not going to get mad at each other, right? You know, Adam no. be like, dude, Jeff, you fucking looking, you're looking haggard, haggard bro. Haggard, <laughs> that's the word that Adam uses. You're haggard as fuck. <laughs> bro, you need to get your hair cut, man. Like, you are looking like a hot piece of shit. I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to be like, damn, man, fuck you, man. I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, fuck. You're right. You're right, man. I'm fucking hurting right now. That, that's what we do, right? Be like, dude, your dick is hella small, bro. You know, it's Facts. like- you know, but like, that's what we do. We're guys. We can handle it, right? Like, yeah, it's it's just different. It's just it's just bro talk, right? Like, girl talk might be. I don't know. I'm not part of girl talk, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how girls chirp each other, right? Because I feel like I'm not even sure girls really. It's all chirp passive each other aggressive shit. Is you know it's going to be passive aggressive. It's not direct. That's the difference between guys and girls. Yeah. Uh, there are exceptions. There are girls that are super direct. And guys that are passive aggressive, but on average, guys are like super direct and to the point, and girls like will dance around that shit and 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 like be passive aggressive about their their ways, and then it's all like mental ninja bullshit for girls and with guys. It's just like yeah, I remember like Jeff. I remember I walked I walked through the door right behind Jeff like fucking probably early 2019, and RP was just a gong show at that time, and I walked in the room and. <laughs> And he was in the same sweater too. His hair was long. He hadn't shaved in like fucking two months. Like he turned around, his eyes looked like fucking just dark circled the shit. And there was like spreadsheets behind him. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on in here? Is like, the fuck are you playing RP? Are you being an accountant? And he tried to explain this thing. And you ever seen that meme where the guy has got like fucking like strings all over the whiteboard trying to describe like the various ways in which something is connected to something else. And I was like, bro, stop. You look haggard as shit. Take a shower and shave. <laughs> fucking get off of this mess. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. My wife told me the other day, man, she, she literally... <laughs> So, dude, I can't, I can't make this shit up, man. Yesterday, I wasn't even upset about it, man. I just looked at her. I, I, <laughs> she said, she said, man, you're a fuck. You, she's, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but it ain't too far off. She was like, you need to fucking shave your face. You need to, you, you need to, you need to get a haircut. You're fucking hurting. <laughs> like you're looking hurting, right? And I was like, man, 
man, fuck. What the fuck? What the M-, fu- M-, M started to be like, you need to work out. Yeah. Oh, dude. I've, I You're getting you, soft. You need to work it, out. It, Kayla already told me. She's like, she's dude, it got to the point where the other morning she got Kai to come in the room. It's fucking 730 in the morning. And and Kai came busting in the room. He's like, daddy, daddy. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Right, because I'm I'm barely fucking sleeping. I get I wake up at like seven six thirty in the morning when Kai wakes up when Kaylee gets up. So she's out there for about thirty minutes, forty five minutes. He comes busting, Daddy, Daddy. I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, it's time to get up. It's time to work out. I'm like, what? Time to work out. I said, what do you mean work out? The mommy said it's time for me to work out. I'm like, oh okay. So now I'm getting the messages. Now I'm getting the messages. Through her, and she's telling you, she, you trying to tell me something? It's a two-on-one. Yeah. It's a two-on-one, man. But here's the thing. I, I can handle it. because I own it, man. I'm out of shape. I'm oh, haggard. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm not feeling particularly well. No. You know, I'm run down. You know, fuck, man. Like, it, it is what it is. I, I'm done. I can't even be bitter anymore. They got a point. They got a point. <laughs> you're I'm not you're just not wrong. Myself. Sometimes you need to hear that shit, man. Sometimes it's you true. need to hear that shit. I'd rather hear it than not hear it, right? So that's, so, I that's, I think that's just the difference is it's just, and I, I, I don't know if it's just like when you're really young, like guys are, it's like the classic guy, you know, little boys are told to suck it the fuck up and little girls are like princess and like coddled or whatever the shit. And then by the time that gets older and older, you know, the girls are supposed to act a certain way. The guys are supposed to act a certain way. And then you get to these situations I don't know if that's like part of it or if it's just also maybe a little bit later on. It's the friends that you keep, you know, which friends, which friends group you have. Are you the, are you the type of friends that you're chirping each other all the time or is it like something different? Um, if you played sports, that's going to play a big fucking role in it because in sports you're chirping like fucking crazy. You're chirping the other team. You're chirping in your inside your own team. You're constantly getting like beat up and shit. And honestly, it's good. Yeah, because you go out in the real world, people aren't going to be kissing your ass all the time. Beat your ass. Now, with that, with that being said, Shady, just so you know, all right. If whether it's Adam, somebody else, friends on the internet, uh, whatever the case may be, it's all about how you deliver the insults and how you're saying things. It's true. There's a difference between being a dick, and being an asshole, and taking taking a dig at somebody. And then also chirping somebody on, on a little bit, you know, sometimes there's a bit of reality to it. Like, Hey bro, like there's a funny, there's ways to say things without being a cunt about it essentially. Right. Yeah. A lot of times if you're friends with somebody you're, and you're truly friends with somebody, you're able to do those things. Yeah. If, you know, for example, if I met somebody for the first time or we've hung out twice we're not going to chirp each other. I'm probably not going to chirp that person <laughs> the way I would Adam or somebody else that I've known for years. There's, you know, there's, you got to read the room, right? When I, when I, when I'm, when I'm, if I'm chirping Adam, like, bro, bro, you got a fucking small dick, you know, you know, you know, hey, you I'm know, working on it. You know, see, Adam, Adam can laugh about that stuff. And I know Adam <laughs>, laughs about that stuff. But like, if, if I told Adam he had a small dick and it like, it, it like, say he had a two inch penis and like, it's like really affecting his life. <laughs> Right. I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to fucking go at him for that. Right. You know what I mean? Like Adam, you know, Adam's the type of guy that can handle a joke. I can handle the joke. You know, there's things that like Adam will know to fuck with me with and not fuck fuck with me with. So, you know, that that's just called friendship. You just know each other. So over time, over time. So, you know, when guys are chirping each other, it's usually in a friendly banter. 
You know, there are ways to hurt your friend's feelings. And if you're a good friend, you probably know those pressure points and you'll know somebody's. You avoid them. And if you attack attack them, then the other person on the other side knows that you're being – this isn't a joke anymore. Like, they understand that you're being an absolute fucking cunt, and now maybe we are going to fucking fight, or maybe I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's just lines you just don't cross, right? So with dudes, we know those lines very easily. I think with with some girls, not all, because there are a lot of girls that can fucking dish it out and take it, I think – some girls, when you joke about certain things, they take it personal, right? They really think about it, and they're like, damn. Or they you know? read further into it. Like, they'll, yeah, they'll see exactly. something surface, and then they're like, what do you really mean when you exactly. say that? Exactly, right? Yeah. So I think with guys, we just are a little bit more comfortable with doing that shit. I don't know. Maybe we I'm bo- wrong about we, that. But we, both, we both look haggard today, by the way. We both got to fix yeah. our, our shit. Yeah. We're, we're, doing, we're doing bad. Um... If you had to choose between American Thanksgiving or Canadian Thanksgiving, which one do you pick and why? I mean, it's basically the same thing, but I'm going Canadian because it spreads it out a little bit more between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas, yeah. American a, Thanksgiving yeah. is like on the doorstep yeah. of Christmas. Yeah, one month away, you're going to eat turkey and ham and shit again, you know, and all those festivities and shit. Like, you got to spread that close. shit out. Nobody needs to out. see their extended family twice in four weeks. Yeah. Turkey meat, light or dark. Uh, white. If I'm I, going gravy, it's white. If I'm don't, if I'm not feeling gravy, I go dark meat. I fucks with that. Yeah, I think I think you're right on that one for me too. Because you know, dark meat is a lot more juicier. Um, it's got flavor. It's next it's to got, the bone. It, it's got flavor as well. Um, white meat can be dry, um, or a lot drier than say the dark meat. Because dark meat you're usually getting like the drumstick or uh, the wing. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, the white meat's the thigh. It's, uh, you usually want to have a nice gravy or some sort of sauce to like kind of dip that shit in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of with Adam on that. Uh, last question coming from Volkus building off of last week's question. What's the craziest merch idea merchandise you guys have had or has, or uh, had suggested to you? Um, and in the con- in the confines of lag TV, I don't think we've had any like really wild ideas for merch. I know that the most hilarious suggestion or craziest suggestion we got um, was to do a Blu-ray compilation of all of the When Cheese Fails uh, seasons, like put them all and print them onto Blu-ray and and sell Blu-ray copies of these things. And like, I think some people thought that we had super high resolution versions of all of these games laying around in an archive somewhere the answer is no it's on youtube it's on youtube that's where it's Uh, at and if they remove them they remove them they're gone gone. so you know that's 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 probably the craziest one that i've heard i mean the Uh, craziest one that i've heard as well um obviously i would never do it but the craziest one i've heard and it's been it's not i haven't heard just from one person i've heard from many people over the years is my dick mold. Oh, of course, you know, because of the story. Since I told the story before. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, people are like, hey, you know, can I buy one of them molds from you? You know, make, make it a little bit of a merch, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Funny you enough, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta give them props for having the fucking nuts to ask that question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny enough, I was, in, uh, I was in a sex store there, what, about a month ago or whatever? 
Don't ask. But uh, no Mariah Carey at the time. No Mariah Carey. But I was I was in this I was in the sex store right, and um, they had they had the they had some of these more mold your own dildos. It passed through your mind. It pa- it, well, not the merch. <laughs> no, but, but just for the I, sake. I was gonna. I was gonna. They were expensive. It was like 149 bucks. How? And uh, I, I was for the for the jokes. I was gonna buy one. Oh god! And then you know show it uh, uh you know on on the stream. But I said, you know what? That is that's probably, gonna get you banned. Yeah, that is probably the worst idea. <laughs> I probably it 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 went through my mind for a second, and I said, nah. I can't do that shit. That shit. That that that's that, trouble. That's Wait. the thing that you do the day you retire, where yeah. where getting banned doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna just... I wasn't gonna mold it and then show the dildo, but I was gonna get the I was gonna get the package and, and oh, show. And I show wasn't gonna that, go that. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. No, no, I wasn't gonna go get that fucking. Yeah, that's a little weird. Your wild note. On yeah, that yeah. One. I mean, I this you know maybe if I start maybe if I get desperate and I got to start an OnlyFans page, then yeah, maybe you guys <laughs> can get your mold your own dildos then. And uh, we can kind of go from there. <laughs> I do it, but you know, one hundred and forty dollars for a two-inch tall dick mold is just not in the market it's these not, days. Yeah, you're not going to please anybody with that. No, it's not going to no. please anybody. I mean, so funny, funny enough. Uh, when I was in the store, um, <clears throat> so man, I've been at the, se- I've been at, dude. I'm just gonna, I, I don't care. I let everybody fucking know. I okay, I really, I really okay. don't give a fuck. I really don't care. You know, All right, I'm getting okay. older now. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Okay, okay. I've been at the sec- I've been at the sex store f- a couple times. Okay, and, and over over the summer. Okay, that's not you that know? salacious, but all right. It's not, but but here's the thing, man. I hadn't stepped foot in in one of these stores since I was like probably 22, 23. Mm. Right. So you know it's you know it's COVID season. I'm like, man, let me go into this bitch and let me see let let me see what kind of like shit I can get. Like, let's. Some spice, new age spice. sex yeah, man, tools. Let's, let's spice some shit up. You know, let's let let me go up into this bitch. So I'm in this. I'm in this one. I'm in this store. This is the first the first trip of the two. And uh, man, my fucks meter. I remember when I, I remember the first time I went into one of these stores. Man, I was embarrassed. You know, I was like, oh man, <laughs> fuck. You know, like I don't want to be. I don't want to be in here. And uh, you know, the the the. The people that work at the place, they they come up and they're like, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" Yeah, exactly. Right? They're like, yeah. And they're nice, they're friendly, they're in there all the time. They don't care, they're not judging. But like in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, "Oh man, like you know, they're gonna know whatever." And uh, you know, and they're very they're very nice. Like they and they don't assume anything. So like you know, the girl asked me like, "Hey, you know," they always say like, "You and your partner." And they were like, they're like, okay, so like, you know, is it he, she, both? What, you know, they'll, they'll like kind of ask you these questions, like trying to help you out, like with the things you're trying to find. <laughs> so anyway, I'm talking to this girl and I tell her sort of the stuff I'm looking for, right? And I won't get too detailed because you guys don't need to know about my, about you know the shit I'm buying. But I go in there and I and and uh, I start I start you know saying, hey, this this, and I don't give a fuck. Like I I went in there. And you're kind of already kind of anonymous because you got a mask on and shit now, so like half your face is kind of covered and shit. But uh, so, so anyway, I'm sitting in there, and they take me over to this this area and they start showing me these these things, right? And then there's this couple. There's a couple in there, and they're over over in another section where all this bondage and and stuff is. And this guy, he was this dude, man. He was getting worked up inside the shop, so like he was like. 
getting all hot and bothered she in the shop. Hot, dude, he was getting hot and bothered into the sh- in the shop. So his girl is like looking at the stuff and she's like, hey, do you like this and like that? And I'm kind of like, I got this, I got this girl beside me that works there that's like yapping in my face and showing me these different things. And I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm eavesdropping this conversation over here, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it, I'll take a look. So she goes off and I'm like, I'm like listening. And shit was getting fucking weird, bro. <laughs> this girl, this girl was like, yeah, she's, she's, I don't even know how much of this I'm allowed, I'm allowed to fucking say on, <laughs> on Twitch. But I'll, I'll say this sort of the PG thing. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, if I get this, I stick this in my mouth and, you know, it's got this thing. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And then, and then, and he starts like, he starts like, like caressing her leg and stuff. Like he starts, oh he, he starts, yeah, he, start, he starts bro. caressing his leg and he's like, yeah, I got two by fours in the backyard. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, two by fours. It's the most random shit ever. He's like, I got two by fours in the backyard. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, fucking shit. And these two are like, they're not, you know. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. They're kind of young. No, no, they, they were, they were youngish. They were like, oh, okay. uh, probably in their early thirties, late twenties. Okay, all right. But they were off, you know, like uh, the way they were dressed, the way they were talking. Like there was some, they, they were off. They were just out there. Well, I mean, they right? were getting hot and heavy inside of the store in public. So I yeah, mean, you're they, already a. They were out. They were out there, right? And it started getting weird, man. Like the dude was getting worked up. And you know they started anyway. I I don't want to I don't want to say I don't, I, ball I don't, gags and two by fours is a, right. is a pretty good start. So so anyway, I uh, I I'm looking around, and then all of a sudden the phone rings, right? And the girl the girl on the counter is like, "Hello," and she's quiet there for a second, and she's like, "Okay," she's like, "Yeah, I got I got two in stock," right? And uh, and she's she's like, "Okay," and then she pulls out a list and she starts writing down and she's talking on the phone. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got those. I got that. Yeah, I got that. Got that. Got, got that. And then she hangs up the phone and she starts laughing. And, and now I'm kind of like, I'm now I'm, I'm like, intrigued. Myself. I'm inserting yeah. myself into the conversation. Right. I'm like, and I, and I say, I say, wow, that's quite the list. And she's, she's laughing. Right. And she's like, she's like, yeah. And she tells her employee to come or her coworker to come over and a coworker comes over and uh, the coworkers like, whoa, what's going on here she's like yeah um talked about an asian guy uh an asian dude and it was the year of the dragon or something and and every year they he he has this crazy sex party or whatever and these are the list of things he needs and he's going to come over in about an hour and pick it up so they start going over and picking up the stuff and the first thing on the list was a 12 inch dildo that had fucking <laughs> veins like big and i mean this thing was fucking it's the all american challenge well, jeff Bro, I'm telling you, it's the, the, the all American challenge dildo, man, bro. I'm telling you, I've never seen a dildo this big in my life. It's not a dildo, bro. It was a club. It was like a fucking it. The it was it was about as thick as my neck. I shit you not with veins, thick ass veins that just ran down the bitch. White as fuck, vanilla ass uh, dildo, big ass fucking 12 inch donger. I'm like, oh, my God. What the actual fuck? And then they started going through. They started picking up more stuff. And it was like a shopping cart full of shit. So anyway, I, uh, I, I end up leaving. And uh, I, I go back to the shop like weeks later. And I'm back in the shop and the same girl's there. So I had to bring it up. Of course. And uh, I said, hey, um, you know, the last time I was here, you had this big, you know, this big list. And we were all laughing. Like we were laughing at this big ass 
this big ass dildo and it's supposed to be this like Asian this Asian guy his name was Dave I'm like what the fuck <laughs> right I'm like what Dave, Dave the Asian guy I thought for sure and they thought as well for sure that it was a prank call she's like we get prank calls all the time you know people calling you know just trying to be funny asking this this and this because the sex store yeah, yeah and she said five minutes before they closed Dave comes in right he comes in oh she, she said it was a small short little Asian guy he comes in. He's like, "You got the deal." He's, he's like, "You got, you got, you got the big guy." She's like, "Yeah, we we got it." Bought all the stuff. It was over a thousand. She said it was or was over a thousand dollars. Holy shit! It was over a thousand dollars, and uh, and and he was nothing but smiles, and uh, <laughs> and and he yeah he 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 bought it out. She's 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 like, I thought I thought it was I thought for sure it was it was fake. And there's a lot more to it, but I, you know, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say on Twitch. Oh my lord! But it was an interesting couple trips into the sex store, to say the least. The couple, man, when they went, I don't need. I wasn't there long enough to see what they bought, if anything. But they were ready. It sounded like they, they went were, to Home Depot after. They might have. <laughs> they had two by fours in the back. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that is the most. <laughs> random shit I've ever heard in my life, dude. He's like caressing her leg. He's like, yeah, and I got two by fours in the backyard. <laughs> okay. Dude, you know, okay. Okay. Dude, you know. right, okay. It's getting real. It's getting real. Dave, Dave got real. Dave, oh, the Asian guy. Oh my God. And then Dave showed up and bought a Dave baseball bat. Bought a baseball bat. Bought a club. The shit was oh. thicker than baseball bat. Holy shit. Yeah, man. So anyway, that was sounds my, like sounds like there's some entertainment to be had just going into the store and walking around and just listening to the background conversations. It's good, uh, man. Of what's happening in there. You know, I I highly suggest, Adam. <laughs> I highly suggest that you go into a sex shop with your lady. <laughs> all right, and this is what you do. Okay. Okay. This this is what you do. Okay. All right. This this goes out to all guys out there. Okay. All right. If you're, if, if you, if in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I'm looking for more, I, I want some spice, you know, because no matter what, when you're with somebody for a long ass time, shit just becomes repetitive. It comes and goes. It's like, mm. it's peaks and valleys, right? Mm. I've been married for a long time. I've been with Kayla. She's the only person I've been with in the last like 12 years, right? Same vagina. She's had the same <laughs> penis, right? There's only so much. You know, once in a while, like, you know, every, every, I don't know, every few years or whatever, you need to spice things up. You need to just try out something different. So this is what I suggest. I think, Adam, you should do it. Okay. In fact, I encourage it. And I think everybody here on Technical Alpha demands this. Not only that for the stories as well. This is, this is, okay. okay. Because uh-huh. you've already fucked over Tinder files for us. You okay. can at least, you can at least redeem oh. yourself in okay. some way, shape, or form for us. Okay. Okay. okay? This uh-huh. is what you do. Take your girlfriend to the sex stop, to the sex store, and you ask her. You ask her mm. if there's anything here you're interested in, anything here you like. And I'm telling you, what the girls will do is, the, the, you know, maybe in the start, they might be a little, you know, depending on where your relationship is, right? Because Have you, you taken know, Kayla into the sex shop yet? I haven't. Okay. I haven't. I haven't okay. personally, but Kayla will tell me, right? That's yeah. the difference, right? Kayla, you know, yeah, I went there on a mission. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
you know, like we, we, we can kind of like say like, Hey, you know, the, the, you know, we're kind of open like that. We've been together mm. for a long time, but like, you know, if, if you don't have that type of relationship where it's like, yeah, okay, you might be having some sex, things are okay, they're fine, but you want to spice things up, take her in there and she'll, she'll lead you and you'll see what's really on her mind. See, you'll see the things that are manifesting in her mind. Hmm. Sometimes you just need to open that door, let her go in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Let she her was, choose. She was breathing a little bit heavier when we were walking around the Home Depot in the lumber section. <laughs> so you never know. It's possible. Uh, it's possible. Or, she, or she'll be embarrassed and backfire horribly. I don't think so. Because, listen... If you ask, if you, if you ask your, you don't just drive to the store and walk in there, right? You can't, you can't just, you, you know, you, you can't, you can't throw them. You can't just do that, right? You can't like blindfold them. We're going to somewhere special. And then like take off the blindfold and it's like, ta-da, <laughs> buy some toys. <laughs> you got to have this t- conversation like, hey, have you ever been in one of these stores? You want to go and see what they got? Maybe there's something that we, you know, that we'd be interested in trying out. If they're receptive. Take them in there, and they're gonna tell you about their fantasies, mm. whether it's whether it's clothes, toys, fucking whatever. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna tell. And they got something cool in there that I that I was gonna buy. Next time I go in there, I'm gonna buy it. Okay. You know what, Adam? I'll do it if you do it. I'll it's probably it not. You. It's probably not gonna happen. Okay. But hey, listen- and not and not and for no other reason than than M is like super vanilla. And okay. she doesn't, she's not even, okay. she doesn't need anything else okay. to. All right. How about this? Okay. <laughs> we, how about this? Really bent on this. Okay. All right. Christmas time. All right. Okay. I'll do it if you do it. Okay. In this, in these stores. Okay. Okay. They've right. got surprise bags. They're 50 okay. bucks. $50 surprise. Okay. They're, they're fairly sized big bags. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And inside, they've got little different toys and little different things. It's a mystery bag. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> you just don't know what you're going to get. I was intrigued. I even tried to peek inside. Couldn't see nothing. It was well shut, kept. One thing we know isn't in there. It's the two and a half foot long, five inch it's definite, wide that is, dildo. That's no. it. It wouldn't fit. Hey, if you do it. I'm going to do it. Get the mystery bag. <laughs> Can you imagine me going in there and buying a mystery bag in the sex shop, bringing that home here and trying to keep that under wraps in yeah, Jan probably, Morehouse's house? Yeah, it's probably and not going to fly. That's and then we're, we're on stream and I'm pulling out random sex toys. <laughs> Can you imagine how awkward that conversation's going to be afterwards? That'll be it weird. It was just man. for the podcast. It was, you know, All it right. was just it's just for the podcast. It was for the okay. entertainment. All right, when you guys when you guys move out. Okay. All right. And you get your own damn crib. Then it's happening. Okay. That's right. much more like that's much more likely to that's get much, to get to with the grab bag. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think it through. I didn't yeah. think it. Th- I didn't think it through. Dan Dan would have a giggle. Mom? Yeah. Yeah. You're in the house of Christ. Yes. Right? That's a bad idea. You ain't bringing them. You ain't you ain't bringing them toys to the devil in that bitch. It ain't happening. Whips mean something different around here. Yeah. They do. <laughs> and on All that right. note, on that note, <laughs> that's the end of technical alpha, ladies and gentlemen.
This is going to be a two. There better be two by four in the title. There better be a two by four in the damn title, Adam. There better be. Maybe I'll call it home improvement. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's another Tech Health podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed yourselves. Uh, stay safe out there. We'll be back next week uh, with another banger. No pun intended. And until then, once again, stay safe. Buy your sex toys equally as safe and you'll never look at two by fours the same. Peace! Peace!